Hello, you dirty, filthy whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, coming to you with another episode of Tea Time, okay? Um, there was a lot that has been going on and stuff like that. You know, people are still grieving um, the loss of everyone that lost their life in the helicopter accident on Sunday. Um, everyone is still grieving Kobe Bryant and Gigi as well. I know myself, like I said in the previous um, episode, that it really is still bothering me because it just does not make any sense. Um, but we're just going to jump right into tea time with Queen S on Queen's table. So the first topic that we're going to talk about is, of course, Vanessa Bryant. She broke her silence and um, she finally uh, went on Instagram and kind of told her piece of everything. Um, if you guys have not been keeping up to date with what's, what was going on uh tmz's um owner harvey came out and stated that he received the family's blessing to post about the accident which i think is straight bullshit to be completely fucking honest because it's tmz you know you guys don't fact check you guys don't care it's kind of just like let me just put out as much information as possible without being considerate of everybody else you know i read certain reports that all the kids were on the plane you know like i just feel like when it comes down to media outlets and that sort of thing and gossip blogs it's like there's no form of empathy there whatsoever and I also know that they got a newer update, either TMZ or People, I can't remember which one right now, but they received an update from a close family friend that Vanessa can't even finish her sentence without crying and all this stuff. It's like, where is, where is the empathy in all of this? And first and foremost, I would have cut that bitch off because I'm grieving right now. You know, you're in my space. You're in my bubble. You're supposed to be able to protect my bubble just as much as I would protect your bubble. And the first thing that you think that you're supposed to do is just run to the blogs and tell the blogs that I can't keep, you know, tears from falling down my eyes. Of course I can't. I lost my husband. I lost my child. Like, people are just ugh, inconsiderate, okay? And so... Vanessa went back on Instagram and she broke her silent and she stated, My girls and I wanted to thank the millions of people who showed support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of my adoring husband, Kobe, the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful, sweet Gianna, a loving, thoughtful, and wonderful daughter, and amazing sister to Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. We are also devastated for the families who lost their life, their loved ones on Sunday, and we share in their grief intimately. There aren't enough words to describe our pain right now. I take comfort in knowing that Kobe and Gigi both knew that they were so deeply loved. We were so incredibly blessed to have them in our lives. I wish that they were here with us forever. They were our beautiful blessings taken away too soon. I'm not sure what our lives hold beyond today, and it's impossible to imagine life without them. But we wake up each day trying to keep pushing because Kobe and our baby girl Gigi are shining on us to light the way. Our love for them is endless, and that is to say, immeasurable. I just wish I could hug them, kiss them, and bless them, have them here with us forever. Thank you for sharing your joy, your grief, and your support with us. We ask that you grant us the respect and privacy we will need to navigate this new reality. To honor our team, Mamba family, the Mamba Sport Foundation has set up the Mamba on 3 fund to help support the other families affected by this tragedy. To donate, please go on mambaon3.org. To further 
Kobe and Gianna's legacy in youth sport, please visit mambasportfoundation.org. Thank you so much for lifting us up in your prayers and for loving Kobe, Gigi, Natalia, Bianca, Capri, and me. Hashtag Mamba, hashtag Mambasita, hashtag Girls Dad, hashtag Daddy's Girl, hashtag Family Heart. And so I know there has been, you know, a nice shift in um, kind of honoring Kobe's passing um, in that I know for a fact would have brought me peace if I was to be in that situation um, that Vanessa is in right now. Knowing that your husband touched so many lives, even in afterlife, you know, there's a hash, there was a hash, there is a hashtag actually going on right now. Hashtag girls, dad kind of just co-signing previously from the previous uh, reporters, personal insight of how excited and happy Kobe was to be a girl's dad. And so there has been a nice little shift in positivity um, with his passing. I know um, Gil um, actually came out and um, stated that him and Kobe used to have conversations all the time about him kind of paying it forward and he would never, you know, take it seriously or anything of that sort. But he stated, you know, after Kobe's passing, he kind of took it into account and stated, hey, let me stop horse playing. Let me pass it forward. Let me push it forward the way that he would want me to. And so now um, he is going to pass it forward at Birmingham High School. And every Thursday and Tuesday, 5 to 10-year-olds from 6 to 8, and then 12 to 15-year-olds from 7 to 9. And then as well, there has been the petition that I told you guys about previously. Um, It has over 2 million signatures now. Um, I do know that the NBA is not really so much, you know, here for it all the way because there has been rumors prior that uh, Jerry originally wanted the logo to be changed to Michael Jordan at one point in time, but the NBA stated that, you know, they don't want it to be designed to just one particular um, athlete. They just want it to just be, you know, just an athlete, even though everyone thinks that it's Jerry White and Jerry White know that it's Jerry White too. But the NBA just kind of does not want to just single handed out anybody or anything of that sort. But I do think that that would be a nice little, um, a nice little, I don't know, like home going, you know, I don't know. I just like, it still bothers me. And so I just feel like there's just a shift in kind of like time waits on nobody. Like I said before, and that you are responsible for what you choose to do today. You can't wait on tomorrow to do anything. You know, you literally only have today and not even today. You only have, you know, right now. So whatever you choose to do right now, make sure you do it with love. Make sure you do it with 110% or just don't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? So my heart goes out to Vanessa and her family. My heart goes out to all the other families affected. I personally think that Vanessa probably wasn't even trying to speak out, but because everybody was kind of speaking on her behalf and, you know, kind of speaking for her, she probably felt like, okay, no, like, let me, let me speak for myself. Like, let me say my piece so that that way y'all won't just make up whatever y'all want to make up, you know? So my heart goes out to her and her family. My heart goes out to all the other families affected and, His legacy will always and forever live on, you know, even through me, you know, through people and all across the world. And it's definitely bigger than basketball. So, yeah.
like I said, I still cannot get over it. I can't get over it at all whatsoever. But I don't think that's something that I will ever get over because that's kind of how I feel about Nip's death too. It's still just unreal and it's, I'm just still in disbelief that both of these great examples of men, great example of black men, black love, you know, it's just gone, you know. But God makes no mistakes, you know. And I do know one thing is that sometimes people cannot live without each other, you know, and I'm not saying that to justify their deaths or anything of that sort, but God knows when people are just kind of inseparable and, you know, one can't do without the other. And I just feel like either way you put it, it would have been a lose-lose situation for them because, Literally in every picture, she is literally by her dad's side. Like every picture just cheesing from ear to ear. Like she was his hero. Like she was his best friend and vice versa. And so I feel like if one or the other would have survived or the outcome would have been different, they wouldn't have been themselves. They It would have still been incomplete. So my heart goes out to them. And yeah, we're just going to go to the next topic. I don't think I'm going to ever be okay talking about him. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But on to the next. So we're going to talk about Ellen, okay? I love me some Ellen because regardless of what you believe, regardless of what you don't believe, Ellen is all about doing what is right. So if you guys do not know about this gentleman, his name is DeAndre Arnold, and he is a Texas teen who was told to cut his dreads or else he wouldn't be able to walk during his graduation ceremony. Um, there has been several different celebrities that have been um, co-signing and letting him know, like, hey, stand your ground. You know, DeAndre Hopkins came out and said, don't you ever cut your dreads. You know, there has been a lot of positivity. So while on the Ellen DeGeneres show, you know, he stated that every day he would go to school, he would be in dress code. But every single time that he would try to put his dreads down, they would say that he would be out of dress code. And so as a rebuttal, um, Ellen was like, you know, is there girls at your school that has long hair? Like, what's the issue? And he's like, there's plenty of girls with long hair at any school. Like, if a girl can have long hair, why can't I? And so, you know, this dialogue that they had was very pure and very innocent. And, you know, before Ellen, of course, let him go, uh, she gave him a $20,000 scholarship um, to go to any school of his choice, of his choosing, and kind of just you know, blessed him with that blessing. And the reason why I kind of wanted to talk about this, it, it wasn't necessarily so much about the money because Ellen is just a generous person in general, but it's more so about sticking your grounds and standing in what you believe in regardless of everything else. Because it's like, if you know what you know, and if you know how to move and you know what you're doing is the best of your ability and you know that you've done nothing wrong, do not let someone else tell you that you're wrong for doing you. You know what I'm saying? And too many times, especially nowadays in today's racist ass society, black people are not allowed to be black. You know, black people are not allowed to have culture. And with dreads, it's not called dreads. It's technically called locks. Okay. Dreads, quote unquote, is predeemed unattractive it predeems to be dirty and all this other stuff but when it's culture appropriated in other other cultures it's trendy it's you know it's this it's that I read 
a couple of things a few months ago where um, a little girl could not take her school picture because her mother put colored hair in her head, in her braids. She had like um, uh, uh, under braids and it was it was pretty. It was very pretty and very age appropriate. So she had under braids and it was mixed with like little hints of purple and it was in a braided bun. No, it was red. It was in a braided bun and her school would not allow her to take pictures because they said that her hair is out of dress code. I know... For a fact that I am not the only motherfucker who have seen little girls, probably not even motherfucking old enough to know how to wipe their vagina from front to back, have their whole head dyed blue, purple, half of their hair cut off. You know, I was at the mall the other day with Ja and there was this little girl, probably like not even eight in the mall by herself, you know, with her friends. Her whole head is dyed purple. Y'all could do it freely. It's okay. But if someone of color does it, it's a problem. So I'm just glad that he stuck his ground. I'm glad that he didn't fold under pressure. I'm glad that he knew what he knew and he was like, no. And that he received the feedback that he needed to receive. And that Ellen took her time out to co-sign and just make sure that he knows that he didn't do anything wrong. So shout out to you, Ellen for being the queen that you are and shout out to you DeAndre for being the king that you are and I wish you all of the best success and all of the endeavors that you have because you have greatness ahead of you and you $20,000 richer baby <laughs> beautiful 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 that's a that's a good way to shut motherfuckers up you know what I'm saying you're trying to destroy me you're trying to break me down because I got these locks in my head and you don't want me to be the great person that I am. And you're trying to find something to terrorize me and break my spirit. Little do you know, bitch. Yo, negativity gave me positivity, baby, on a bigger platform, sweetie. Ugh. I just hate it here. America so ghetto. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. Anyways. Okay, on to the next topic on Tea Time with Queen S on Queen's Table. We're going to talk about the rapper Pastor Troy goes on a rant against Little Nas X regarding what it takes to win a Grammy. Okay, Pastor Troy, whoever the fuck he is, because I don't know who the fuck he is, but Pastor Troy went on a little rant on Instagram. He stated, well, guess I won't be winning a Grammy if this is what I got to wear. They love to push this shit on our kids. The other day at Applebee's, had some punks kissing and laughing, eating mozzarella sticks. First thing my 14-year-old son says was, fuck Applebee's. And it brought joy to my heart. He sees it. Their agenda is taking the masculinity for men, black men especially. Some may say he's making money. RuPaul do it, but I ain't bumping his CD. Integrity is priceless. Y'all better open that third eye and let y'all sons know what is real. Or their ass is going to be headed down the old time road for real. P P.T. They're going to ride till they can't no more. Black owned and independent, not my son. And of course, Lil Nas responded and he said, damn, I look good in that pit on God. <laughs> I love petty people. I love it. Coming from the positive petty queen herself, I love, I love petty responses. My whole thing when it comes to sexuality in the black community, when it comes to black men sexuality in the black community, there is definitely a double standard. Black people love to co-sign and congratulate when two girls are kissing, 
but have a problem when two guys are kissing. You know, y'all are quick to jump the gun and want to be in a threesome, but have problem when guys are kissing. And it's like, y'all are so loud when it comes to what other people do with their private parts, what they do behind closed doors. Where's this energy for our queens? Where's this energy for child hunger? Where's this energy for domestic violence? Where's this energy for pedophilia in y'all community? Because I know, y'all know a couple of y'all homeboys that be trying to grab underage girls, trying to fuck underage girls. Where's the same energy? I know y'all have a couple of homeboys that be beating on their baby mamas. Where's that energy? Silent. Right. That's what I thought. Because the only thing that makes black men upset is gay black men. Why does it fucking matter? You not fucking them. Why you care? Why you care so much? Huh? Why do you care so much? Why do y'all black men care so much about what black gay men are doing? What? You want to join in? You mad because you can't join in? You mad because they're not attracted to you? What? You mad because you're not as open into the public with your sexuality? no. I don't get it. Like, I will never understand this issue when it comes to black men not liking black gay men. Baby, that's more pussy for y'all. Why are y'all so pressed? Little do y'all know, black gay men know how to pick up women for y'all. Okay? If y'all ego and y'all testosterone levels weren't so motherfucking through the roof, y'all would have seen the blessings in disguise. Okay? And... When people try to use God as a reasoning and, 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 you know, God said Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve and blase, 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 blase. Listen, 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 listen. I just want to know which one of y'all spoke to God himself. I just want to know. I just want to know. Because one thing that I realized is that people pick and choose what they want to follow in the Bible. People pick and choose what they want to follow in general to use to their best of their ability to win an argument, to win a discussion, to just feel superior. Let me know which one of y'all got God on speed dial because I have a couple of things that I want to talk to him about too. Y'all swear up and down that y'all know what God would do, what he wouldn't do, what he would have wanted you to do. Your job Quote, unquote, as a Christian, let me give y'all <clears throat> a quick update, okay? Your job as a Christian is to bring people to God, to show people God loves them, to show people that God is real, to show people that God is there no matter what. That is your job. Your job is not to condemn. Your job is not to judge. Your job is not to argue. Your job is not to uh, uh, tell anybody where they're going to head to tell anybody what they should and shouldn't do. That is not your job. You're in God's business. That's not your business. And the main ones that be ready to point their finger, baby, you watching porn. You sinning. Hello? Anything else? I hope y'all know the Bible also says no sin is greater than the other. So while you sitting here jacking off, while you sitting here having sex with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your homeboy's wife, while you sitting here stealing and being a booster, Okay, why you sitting here lying? All of those things equate to him fucking another nigga. Okay, stop, stop it, stop it. Okay, that's why I don't call myself a Christian. I call myself someone who believes in God. I know God is real because He has been in my life, He has blessed me abundantly. 
So when I speak about God, I don't condemn anybody because that's not my place. My place is not to condemn you. My place is to lead you to him. And he'll take it over from there. What you do ain't my business. What I do ain't your business. My job is to tell you that God is real. God loves you. God hears you all day, every day. God is around you. All he wants you to do is to know that he's there for you. And he's there. God has never left you. God will never leave you. And that's all that. Period. And that's it. So anybody that has a problem with gay people, fuck you. Okay? Thanks. Management. <laughs> please. Please. Please, Carisha. Please. I hate it. 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 Don't talk to me about no gay agenda. Don't talk to me. Don't put that in the same context as God. Y'all don't know nothing, okay? Y'all don't have his number. Y'all don't have God's number on speed dial to have that form of communication with him to know what he would do, what he wouldn't do, okay? Because why are you sitting here judging them, okay? Why are you sitting here judging them? Three fingers are pointing back at you, okay? Next! Anyways. Next topic on Tea Time with Queen S on Queen's Table. We're going to talk about Taraji P. Henson, okay? I love this black girl magic. All right, so Taraji P. Henson launched her beauty line, sweetie. Taraji P. Henson launched her beauty line in Target. Her natural hair care line is called TPH, and it launched... 18 products that includes a scalp scrub, hair milk, co-wash, gel mask, and more. To make it even better, she launched it in Target, meaning that you could pick it up without breaking your bank account, okay? When they asked Taraji what inspired her to create TPH, she stated, I have always been into healthy hair, and I know that a healthy scalp would lead to healthy hair. There were no hair care lines that truly focus on scalp care. And so she came out with this, and I love it. 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 And uh, Tracy Ellis Ross actually has her hair care line in Ulta Beauty as well. So since I'm at Natural, um, and hers is called Curls. Since I'm at Natural, I definitely need to try both of their products out and do a review. Probably, I'm probably going to do that on YouTube one of these days and go from there. But I'm here for this black girl magic. I'm here for this 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 love and support and that we're being put everywhere, baby. You're not going you you're going to get sick and tired of seeing black natural girls everywhere. And I'm here for it and I love it. I love it so much. I love all this black girl magic because we are magical. We're amazing. Epi, that's it. Epi that's it, okay? All right, and the last topic on Tea Time with Queen S on Queen's Table, we're going to talk about Selena Gomez, okay? She just recently revealed um, that while she was in a relationship with Justin Bieber, he was emotionally abusive. So during her press run for her uh, new single, Lose You to Love Me, off of her new album, Rare, she was making her press runs, of course, and her topic about, you know, what inspired her, of course, came about and she opened up and stated, it's dangerous to stay in a victim mentality. And I'm not being disrespectful. I do feel I was a victim of certain abuse. When they asked her to clarify, she stated, yes, and I think that I am 
or I was being emotionally abused. And I think that's something that I had to find a way to understand as an adult. And I had to understand the choices that I was making. As much as I definitely don't want to spend the rest of my life talking about it, I do have to take ownership. And so what I have to say, I personally, this is me, you know, I personally feel like this. At first, Selena was promoting her album, you know, and promoting her song to try to beat uh, Roddy Rich. Um, album for a number one on Billboard. Okay, um, she eventually beat him by two thousand units, which I'm pretty sure she probably bought herself. Probably went to every store possible, bought all the CDs, and probably threw them in the trash. But you first was trying to do this, and then you did that actually after Justin Bieber came out publicly stating the same thing that he wanted his fans to do the same thing for Yummy, so that he could beat. Roddy Rich, since he was number two. And then after he did that, you came out and asked your fans to do that. And then, of course, you bought your own CDs and you ended up being number one. Now, on this press tour, you're opening up these wounds, stating that, you know, you're not trying to be disrespectful, but you do think that he was emotionally abusive to you, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Y'all dated on and off. From 2010 to 2018, he got married. He's married now. He's happy. I just feel like you're doing too much, okay? And the reason why I think that you're doing too much is because, you know, I understand, you know, as an artist, your craft is is, is your real life. Your craft is what, you're, what you go through and stuff like that. But I just feel like there's a time and a place for everything. And even if the question did come about and it, you know, they did, you know, ask you those things. I just feel like there's a time and a place for everything. Because this isn't the first time that they've asked you about your past relationship. This isn't going to be the last time. But all of the times previously, you've never opened up about this. But now, all of a sudden, you choose to open up about it while he also has a single out. While he's also pushing his narrative and pushing his music. And he's happy and he's married and he's doing this. You look bitter. You look bitter. You look very, very, very bitter, if I must not say myself. Not only just that, to use the word emotionally abusive to you, it holds a stronger connotation than people understand. That's not just something that you could just throw out just because, you know, he did not understand how to love you the way that you wanted him to. Um, Leslie and I, we actually had a conversation about this today and we both kind of come to terms with understanding that sometimes we put the emotional abuse on ourselves, And sometimes we try to play the victim when the whole entire time God already shown us what we wanted to see. And we just didn't want to see it because it would have been the complete opposite of what we wished we would have, we would have got from him. For example, if I want someone who knows me I am a words of affirmation per person I love you know hearing about how much you love me and how amazing I am to you and all the other stuff and it's not an ego thing it's just you know that's just my love language you know words of affirmation and quality time and so for me I can't expect someone who I'm in a relationship with who don't care about words to understand how to love me. You know, you have to take ownership. You have to hold yourself accountable for the shit that you go through too. 
I've been in re- I've been in relationships. I've been in situationships with people who didn't give a fuck about giving me words, who didn't give a fuck about keeping in touch with me, who didn't give a fuck about quality time or none of that. And I took that L because I wanted them present. I wanted them around. And ultimately speaking, emotionally, I was drained. Emotionally, I felt worthless. I felt not good enough. But I can't put those blames on them because they already showed me that they couldn't love me to begin with. But because I loved them oh so much, I decided to stick around longer than I expected, longer than I needed to until, of course, the time was ticking and it was done. So we as a whole, especially women, you have to hold yourself accountable for the shit that you put yourself through. We as women think that we are Build-A-Bear, workshop. No, I'm not building nobody. I'm not building no man. I'm not doing nothing. We think that we could change men. We think that we could fix them. We think that it's on us to mold them to be the perfect man for us. No, sweetie. No, 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 no. A man is going to do for who he wants to do it for. A man is going to love on you the way that you want him to love on you if he wants to do that for you. You cannot force a man to love you. You cannot force a man to love you the way that you want him to love you if he does not want to. And you cannot count that as emotional abuse. Because not that you don't know is that you do know, but you're hoping that he can eventually change. But what you allow is what will continue. So to use the word emotionally abusive, I just feel like he just was, y'all just was not compatible. Your love language and his love language is just not in sync. You know, and you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody cannot be to blame as to why your shit fucked up. You have to take account because you're going to always receive red flags. You're going to always receive sensors, you know, guidance, that gut feeling, your mind, your heart, whichever instinct that, you know, you choose to follow. You're going to always get those trigger warnings to tell you abort mission, abort mission, abort mission. Do not enter. Do not enter. Caution with caution, caution, caution. Proceed with caution. Danger, danger, danger. You're going to receive all of these things. But if you choose to ignore them, if you choose to not listen to yourself, if you choose to not listen to God, if you choose to not listen to your instincts, whatever situation that happens, the outcome of it, you have to take 100% accountability. You cannot blame the next motherfucker. You had your way out. You chose not to take it because you would have rather the person to be there than the person to be there. I'm going to say it again. You rather have the person to be there than the person to be there. And if you don't get it the second time, I'm not going to repeat it. Rewind and go back and figure out what the fuck I meant. But sometimes... We stick around longer than we need to because we expect this person to just automatically wake up and do right by us. But what we fail to realize is what you allow is what will continue. And if you don't set those ground rules, if you don't set those boundaries and you don't hold them, hold them accountable and hold those boundaries down pat, then ultimately speaking, you are responsible for that outcome. You are responsible for taking that short-term L because you should have known better. You should have peeped game into what, God was trying to tell you. And because you didn't peak game, you hurt yourself in the long run. So something that God told you not to do that could have taken you a month to get over is now taking you six months to get over because now you're in deeper than you wanted to be or deeper than he wanted you to be. And now you're broken. So now you got to take six months to fix yourself. And then after the six months, you got to take three months to find yourself again. You got to do all of this, even though the red flag was there from 
week number one. But you chose to ignore it constantly, constantly, constantly because he was showing you attention, because he called you pretty, because he did this, because he did that. You cannot blame nobody but yourself if you choose to ignore the red flags that are there. You cannot blame nobody if you choose to stick around and deal with somebody who cannot love you the way that you want them to, even though they already show you that they can't. There's difference between somebody who is trying to love you the way that you need them to and who is not trying to love you the way that you need them to. You know what I'm saying? And so I just feel like, you know, using that word, you have to. You have you have to use that word very lightly because it can get misconstrued. And emotionally abuse can come in many different forms. You know, many, 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 many different forms, actually. And um, I know for a fact that Leslie and I, we also said that there's family members that are emotionally abusive, you know. You have siblings that are emotionally abusive. You know, sometimes it's just these people just do not know how to love you the way that you need them to love you. And you're taking it the wrong way or you're taking it as a personal attack or you're taking it as, you know, like, is it me? No, baby, it's not you. They just don't know how to love you the way that you want them to. But that's not your fuck to give either. You know, your job is not to do anything but just to do. And if somebody can't love you the way that you need them to, your job is not to try to teach them. Your job is not to hold their hand. Your job is not to, you know, give them flashcards. Your job is to say, look, this is what I want from you. Not what I need. What I want from you. Can you provide it? Yes or no? I don't know. If you don't know, I'm going to say no. I don't know. You see? No is in I don't know. The word no was in there. So that decision is already made for you. If you choose to still proceed, even with caution, you are responsible for the outcome. You cannot blame nobody else for the traumas that you caused when they could have been prevented. And I'm going to just leave it as that. So, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, okay? Be great. Be successful. Do your part. Show up. Show out. Whichever way, shape, form, or form, whichever way, shape, form, or fashion that may be. Do your part always, always, and let's keep it pushing. Mumble mentality forever. Mumble mentality forever. And if you have not already, check out our previous episodes below, and I will speak to you dirty, filthy whorebacks later. Y'all be blessed. Y'all stay safe. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!